just jumping in really quickly at the start of today's episode to tell you about some upcoming opportunities to see us live in the flesh. And you can see us live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival 2024. We are doing three live podcasts on Sundays at 3.30 at Basement Comedy Club, April 7, 14 and 21. You can get tickets at dogoonpod.com. Matt, you're also doing some shows around the country. That's right. I'm doing shows with Saren Jaimana, who's been on the show before. We're going to be in Perth in January, Adelaide in February, Melbourne through the festival in April and then Brisbane after that. I'm also doing Who Knew It's in Perth and Adelaide. Uh, details for all that stuff at mattstewartcomedy.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. And welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnicky and I'm here with Matt and Jess. Ah, where are you though? We are at a glass table <laughs> in London. Uh, hey, yeah. here we are. I'm looking out a window and it's London out there. <laughs> Big time. Yep. Look I at can... that guy there. He's English as. Hello, governor. <laughs> There's Bobby down there. Bobby, yeah, Bobby Fraser. <laughs> yeah, we we know all the locals. We've met him. We've been here for about thirty six hours. Would you say? Yeah, where where we just went there to twenty two a Jump Street. Jump Street, <laughs> great film. Johnny Depp, what is a bad guy? And oh. that's all I have to say on the matter. That's in the old man version. Yes. What are we talking about? No, Shakespeare. Two twenty one B Baker Street is where we went today. Two twenty one B Baker Street. <laughs> Yes, we went to see the Sherlock Holmes Museum. But we didn't go in. No. I mean, we, we looked at the museum. We, we looked didn't... at it from the outside and we went, huh. My travelling we has really rubbed off on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we went to the pub. Stop rubbing things on us. Just don't make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, um, it's, rub, rub, it's rub, rub. so cool to be here. It's a bit surreal. We're a little bit jet lagged. I think we got cocky because we thought we'd beaten it. Because when we got here... After 24 hours of travel. It's so far. I cannot stress enough how far away Australia is from everything, um, except uh, other parts of Australia. Yeah. And even then, even then, a lot of parts of Australia yeah, are quite so far out. away from where we are. So we travelled for 24 hours. We got detained at the airport. Sure, it was for about 10 minutes, but I'll still tell people I got detained at the airport. Yeah. And uh, then we got here. Matt was in bed by 7. I was in bed by 7.30. We slept for 12 hours and then we felt great. And we're like, we've done it. I felt like King of the World. I'm like, suck my dick. <laughs> Jet lag. Yeah. I was real cocky. And then last night we crashed pretty hard. And today I woke up at 5 a.m. and did not go back to sleep. So I'm going to crash soon. Ha- have already crashed, to be honest. I feel we should explain we were detained because they were a bit suspicious of three young, beautiful comedians coming in. Not because of any... They <laughs> did not mention the young and beautiful part, to be honest. We weren't smuggling drugs or anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they found that out the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> the hard way for us. They were like, do you have any drugs in you? And we're like, I don't know. <laughs> we played it coy. Yeah. Because we're cute like that. But anyway, we're here in London... Wonderful to be here. We're excited. We love it. It's so great. Matt did his stand-up show. We met yeah. a lot of Do Go On listeners there. That was so, That's so, 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 so Bill cool. Murray. What a great comedy club. It was awesome. Yeah, so cool. Very cool. I was very jealous that London has such a cool like, comedy pub like that. Yeah. And the show was great. We were very proud of you. Hey, weren't we, Dave? I was so proud. Were you I was, proud? I was probably the proudest. Yeah? 
It was, okay. it was fun looking across it at my comedy mum and dad over on the side there. You kept giving us a few thumbs up, like, huh? Yeah. This is going all right. I huh? love that because I love attention. <laughs> Even when it's the middle of your show, I liked getting a little bit of... A little bit of jest time. Well, I knew that and I didn't want any <laughs> outbreaks of rage or anger in the middle of the show. I, so I knew I just had to placate yeah. you every now and then. <laughs> You're part of it. You're part of this. Hey. This hey. is you. It's you. I'm acknowledging you exist. Validation. Youngest child. You know what it's like. We know. Yeah. We no. So, what are we going to do now? So, we've got our first live show coming up when this comes out uh, the next night mm. up in Edinburgh, which we're very, very excited about. Is it tomorrow for. night? We've got a live show. Or yeah. when this comes out, yes. Oh, okay, yes. So don't panic. Oh, God. <laughs> Jet lag. Yeah, because we're catching the train up to Edinburgh tomorrow. And you're, were you worried that we're getting off the train and getting straight yeah. on the stage? What a way to do it. Yeah. Well, That's I mean, very I rock and roll. I to write my report, I guess. Train, train to stage. Yeah. Train to stage. Train to stage. I like I like. So that's very exciting. But before we do that, we've got a, uh, well, I guess a studio episode not in studio, that we're going to record here, right here, right now. And it is my turn to report on a topic that neither of you know what I've chosen. It's exciting. That's a, yeah, as, as we do every week. Yeah, and the excitement never wears off. Every week it is as exhilarating as the last. Yes. I think from now on we should do it in a different uh, capital city every week. Oh, that'd be great. Edinburgh um, next week. Yes. Paris the week after. <gasps> oh, okay. Do we ever get to go home? or Ky- Cairo. Okay, that's a no. We're not going home. No. no. We're travelling for the rest of our lives. It's going to be great. How are we going to fund this? There's so many questions here, Dave. I'll work it out. Don't worry. Okay. Okay, so I've got a a question to get us onto topic. This is our first post-block episode. Oh, yeah. I'm Mm. I'm having a bit of a block downer. (sighs) But uh, let's not let that down to last. Let's welcome to Blovember. Blovember. Where we all do the drug blow, which is nasally inhaled. Cocaine. <laughs> Thanks, Grandpa. Cool, man. Yeah, I'm rad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also, blo- I mean, blow can be a lot of things. It can also be... A Kesha song. Kesha song. It's also Johnny like Depp film. Going like this. <laughs> I'm picking that up on the mic. I'm liking it. Yeah? You're picking up when I'm blowing down? <laughs> one, of your, one of your thousand noises is just blowing. <laughs> yeah, I'm the big bad wolf. That's why they call me the big bad wolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm huffing and I'm a puffing. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, right. what's the question? <laughs> All right, my question for you is a uh, bit abstract because I didn't think you get the topic, but it's a, it's fun. This question, I think, is bit, it a bit of fun? Bit of fun. Okay. My question is: If you had to eat your body weight in one food, what would it be? I immediately Pasta. went to peanut butter, but oh. that would be awful. Oh. <laughs> Look, what? I don't want to guess your weight, but kilos of peanut butter is not fun for How anyone. How dare you <laughs> assume I weigh kilos? <laughs> well, I could have gone with tons. <laughs> stone? My dad's still... Anyway, uh, Your yeah. dad measures things in stone. That's a lot of kilos of peanut butter and it's a lot of... I mean, it's you a know? lot of kilos of anything. Well played. Water! Can it be water? Nah, it's got to be solid. Yogurt. <laughs> okay. With a knife and fork. I think I'd be pasta for sure because I I do that most days. Pasta, yeah. Bread. Bread. It's not in one sitting, is it? Just like. Well, it really should be. Oh. It should be, but is it? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. (gasps) Is this a hot dog eating contest? No, but but possibly a precursor to that. (gasps) Before the hot dog eating contest, 
Many hundreds of years earlier, there was, I'm gonna, this is the topic, the world's greatest eater, a man from France named Terrare. Terrare. And I'm going to give you the report on the history of this big eating life. <laughs> wow. Where did you come up with this? You've got a big farmer. I'm talking about big eating. Yeah, big Love farmers it. on the big farms. Uh, so before Found I tell them you, fields. Uh, this topic was suggested by <laughs> many, many people have suggested this. Really? It's been suggested by Kevin Dillon from Ireland, Lauren from South Carolina, Zoe from Melbourne, Davis Pearson from Yakima, Nitish Bat from St. Louis, Alex from Cleveland, Danny Francis from the Netherlands, and Lisa Honeyford from Hamilton. Oh, it's this a, a real, worldwide topic. Yeah, yeah. very international. Is it St. Louis or St. Louis? St. Louis. Oh, that's embarrassing. I'm pretty sure. He's oh. the human atlas as well. I think it's St. Louis. Damn it. I am I really, atlas. I wanted to correct you. But your confidence defeated well, me once again. Well, that's that's how you win arguments. You pretend to be more confident in something than you really should be. Fake it till you make it, baby. All right. Don't. Uh, so this is ever call me baby. Tarare. We're actually recording a, a video of this, and I just looked straight down the barrel, and that was me calling the camera baby. Don't ever call the camera baby. Oh, look at it. Who can I call baby? No one. A baby, maybe. <laughs> It seems kind of weird to yell baby at a baby. Well, if you, it's like a fresh baby that they haven't decided on a name yet. Fresh baby. It I'm, technically I'm is called yet. baby. I'm allowed to yell baby. Or when somebody puts baby in the corner, you're allowed to call that person baby. Yeah, I yell that when baby tries to turn around. Baby! Yeah. Back in the corner. Back in the corner. I'm the person who puts baby in the corner. That's I'm nobody. You. you would be that type, I reckon. I haven't seen that movie. Oh, you, you must. You simply must. Even I. Is that the one where they dirty dance? Had the time of my life. Yes. I've never felt I've that never way before. I've never felt before. The dancing is so dirty. Is oh, it? yeah. Woo! Are they bumping and grinding? Yeah, they're in mud. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you thought like dirty. Yeah, I, thought that. I just thought they were fucking. <laughs> no, absolutely not. They're yeah. dancing in mud. They're fucking in mud. Oh, that's mud fucking. Great. Mud fucking. Mud crabs. Love a mud fuck. All right, here we go. Sorry. We've gone off early. But I've already uh, forgotten this person's name. Terrare. Terrare. It's quite a nice name, isn't it? Love it. Uh, Terrare was born in near Lyon in France in 1772. It's a bit like Ferrari, but well, we, different. We don't know his real name, but, he, but he's just known to history as Terrare. It's not 100% clear why, but Bom Bom Terrare was a popular French expression at the time used to describe powerful explosions. And it may have been applied to Terrare because of his prodigious flatulence. Oh, my God, Dave. Do you know why you that's th- You threatened a priest with an explosion. Oh, yes, when I said bon bon. He was like, oh, my God, this is a terrorist attack. <laughs> you just whispered Dave, it to him on the way out of the church. Dave, you're on a, you're on a blacklist somewhere. Yeah, I'm just like, I just said to him, explosion. And <laughs> For people who don't know, that, uh, quite a while back, Dave, uh, told a story of when he was in France and he was trying to fake French on the way out. So he sold a priest a, 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 a phrase that he thought sounded French because yeah, he panicked. I, I'd sat there for three, two or three hours in a service and like I didn't understand a word. I didn't want him to know that I had not appreciated the service. So uh, He sat there for a long time too. I just went, Anyone else would have just nodded? Yeah, I would have gone for a nod. I wouldn't have sat for two or three hours, to be honest. I would have excused myself. And if anybody gave me a weird look, I would have just clutched my bum. And said, bom, 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 terrare. <laughs> I have prodigious flatulence. And they would have said, thank you for excusing yourself. We. Mm. Oui. <laughs> 
So Bomb uh, Bomb or Tarare also could have just been his stage name because he was born to be a star. A star. Ooh. This kid is going to be a star. And boy, could that star fart. eat. Fart. Oh. Eat. <laughs> okay. Which caused him to fart. We don't know too much about his childhood, but we do know that he was always hungry. At the age of 17, he could eat a quarter of a cow on his own. Ew. And this was despite weighing a mere 100 100 pounds, which is 45 kilos and considerably less than me. And I struggled to eat a quarter of a chicken. That was your comedy weight, though, wasn't it? 45? No, 52 was my comedy weight. (laughs) Your comedy weight. He yeah. used to, yeah. When he's comedy fit, he's down to fifty-two. That's right. But since giving up comedy uh, stand-up, it's, uh, you know, I don't mind looking looking quite fat, as I do now. You'll be hitting the saunas before you big comeback, though. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Got to get down. They won't let me on stage. You know, you know, they weigh you before yeah. you go on stage. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's brutal, but so he's he's skinny, but can eat a quarter of a cow. Which is the equivalent of being able to consume his own weight in beef, which is why I asked you what, your, what you would what you Definitely would not beef. It's horrific, isn't it? And over in France, they call it boff. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It is true, Greg. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Instant doubt. <laughs> but, the, but I don't think they say it like you do. It's one of those things where if you go they to call it boss. you go to France and you try and say their language and you think you're nailing it and they still look at you like sorry what yeah what are you trying to say? boff what? oh you're trying to say boff yeah and you're like, like oh come that on that was so close yeah it's like in a French person speaking English obviously they're still speaking English with a, a French accent mm. you know like sorry sorry I have no idea what you're mm. saying what is a library <laughs> library do what? it meet me in the middle please yeah. <laughs> please. Do I tell oh, you? say it after me. Library. <laughs> library. Library. We're going down to the library. Library. What the? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I, I tell you about the time when I was in Paris and I was doing this walking tour and this guy was telling us <laughs> about the, the Bobos. with like the Bohemian something. There was two different things and they were sort of like hipster Bohemians. And I and then this guy walked past. It was very similar what he described. And I said, a Bobo? <laughs> and he goes, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm well, like, a, is, is he a bobo? He's like, I, I don't. <laughs> what are I you said, trying? A, a, a bobo. I said, oh, a bobo. <laughs> <laughs> just said, exactly. Yes, yes that is oh. the thing we were just talking about. <laughs> and I clearly pointed out a guy. You've definitely um, told us that story and I'm really hoping that it's been on air. So listeners are going, yes. Yeah, Matt. I probably is. I'm still yeah. furious. <laughs> no, it was a great walking tour. <laughs> and fair tour. enough. Great walking fair tour. Enough. He was a great guy. And you saw Baboos. Yeah. So, that's a win. Yeah, yeah. It was the red light district. There was a lot of Baboos there. <laughs> well. It ter- was a red light district. Okay. Terare may have been a Baboon. We're not sure. But uh, despite his small size, in many ways, he was uh, he was built to eat. He had... Baby, e- we were born to eat. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. <laughs> Nom, 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 nom. Hey, we perfected that joke. <laughs> that was a team effort. He had, uh, he had an incredibly large mouth. Oh, okay. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matt's putting, he's putting he the mic in his mouth. He did it. No, my teeth get in the way. Oh, Jess looks like a snake. Ow. Go again, Matt. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. I reckon that we just uh, chose which marks are going to be our own one forever. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to mark this one, one yeah. <laughs> uh, he also had uh, barely any lips, which meant he was able to... <laughs> what does that mean? He had one? <laughs> B? 
barely any lips. No, just very thin. Very eye thin lips. Which, for some reason, uh, he was able to wolf down large meals with ease because of his like. Because you know when you're eating and your lips get in the way. Yeah. <laughs> I like, is this is this one of those things where it was like it was so early in history that people weren't didn't know that animals and people were different, and it was like a snake came to town and like, oh, this is a new guy in town. <laughs> Pretty, pretty quiet. Jeez, he's quiet, but he bloody loves to eat. <laughs> it's his body weight. Wow, look at that. He just ate a quarter of a cow. <laughs> it was only last century they discovered the difference between animals and people. <laughs> <laughs> there's a story, because there's a story I told on primates a while ago about um, this town in England where a shipwreck came. It was a French shipwreck and a monkey washed up on shore uh, and they thought it was a French man <laughs> and they hanged him. <laughs> and is that's t- true? Yeah, it's Hart- Hartley Pool. I said I pronounced that wrong in the first place, and people were furious. Listen to primates and hear me muck that up. I got a lot of tweets about. It. I think I said Hart Hartle Pool, but it's Hartley Pool. Okay. And their sporting teams are still called the Monkey Hangers. For a long time, it was like it was a. <laughs> I mean, the look of shock on Jess in my face right now. <laughs> yeah, what? isn't that wild? So for a long time, that was they like a thought- bit of a put down. But it's one of those ones that come back around, and they're sort of vaguely proud of it. It now. shouldn't have come back around. They hung a monkey. <laughs> yeah, they hung, hanged a monkey. We fucked a monkey. Whatever. That's Wait, so who's weird. Wait, we there in that case? <laughs> when people, like, uh, it's used against you, but then you try and reclaim it. Yeah. 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 So what if I fucked a monkey? We'll call the team the monkey fuckers, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, all right. Nobody wants to play for the monkey fuckers. not getting away. All right, fine. The ma- monkey monkey hangers. Hmm? Okay, great. The monkey they, they lovers. hanged a monkey. Thinking it was, yeah, it was a French spy or something like that. That's so weird. I mean, how do they explain the tale? Yeah. Yeah, there's a darker explanation, which I won't do because it makes me sad. But because uh, it was a while ago, but um, yeah, there's like they've got statues around the town, including one that's clearly a chimp. It's not a monkey. Your whole town <laughs> is built around the identity of monkey hangers, and your statue for the monkey hangers is a chimpanzee, which is an ape. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But it does, it doesn't does, it? It does. Yeah, it really it does. does. It bothers you at night. <laughs> you know. Let's get back to the eater. Well, you were talking about uh, him being a snake being mistaken for a man. Well, Tarara, he could apparently separate his two jaws, or his, just his jaws, should say, by up to 10 centimetres or four inches. That's the gap he could get. So he'd probably get all three of these microphones wow. in. Wow. That's fucked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He also had a large belly that hung so low that he could wrap it around his waist when it was empty. So he had oh. like a lot of skin going on. What? Oh, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's, it's also like having a big mouth and a big stomach is fine. But if there's a big bottleneck in the middle, then it's not, you're not going to be able to eat that fast, right? So you must also have a huge snake-like esophagus. Yes, yeah, the opposite of me because I have many bottlenecks. Yeah. <laughs> That's what stops me from eating. Have you, have you gone public about that? Yeah. I, I'm sure about I've how you Yeah, you have. Have it stretched out by a doctor? Yeah, I reckon I've talked about it on this point. It still blows my mind. Yeah. It's You're the ba- real hero here, Dave. Yeah. Thank you so much. Basically, if, if I do need to explain it, just in case, because this does sound weird out of context, mm-hmm. uh, a few years ago I discovered that the reason I'd been eating so slowly my whole life was uh, because uh, I've, in my esophagus I have several uh, narrowing passages that are called uh, esophageal webs or esoph- esophageal rings. you got a webbed esophagus. I've got a webbed esophagus, basically. And uh, to sort that out, they put you to sleep, put the camera down there, which they couldn't... It was so tight, they couldn't even get the camera down there, so they stretched it out. They put a balloon down there called a bogey, <laughs> and then they inflate it. Oh. 
That's like American Army talk, isn't it? For a bomb? I said the bogey or something. Some sort of American Army. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The bogey has landed. <laughs> the bogey, yeah. Maybe it's That's enemy for the president. Or something. Oh, the president's the bogey. That's what they call Trump. He's the bogey. Boogie. Because he's, yeah, he's not a great golfer. <laughs> yeah. He's the triple bogey. Yeah. <laughs> On every hole. <laughs> Uh, his other calling card, this is Terare, not Trump, was his stench. Oh, God, this poor guy. <laughs> he stunk big time. What the? F- oh, this poor person. Well, I mean, he's eating a quarter of a cow <laughs> in a day. That's not a recipe for a beautiful scent. Apparently sweating all the time. In an age before deodorant and bathing, he was not a guy you wanted to be close in to. In an, an age before, before bathing? bathing? Yeah. They didn't bathe. Yeah, surely you know that. At all. Yeah, people didn't bathe. What? What? Can what do you, you think people people are having baths and showers? No, oh, no, you go I to the stream sh- or Yeah, you just splash some water on yourself. Oh, no, there was a time where people did, were worried that it would be bad for you. Oh, oh my god, what that's that so dumb. Current yeah. day England. <laughs> <laughs> Looking out the window. <laughs> no, nah, it's a very beautifully scented country. It's, it's very I've, beautiful. I've been sniffing about, mm. and it is. Good. You, I did mean to say this, and I was going to do it off pod, but stop smelling the locals. It's it's not customary here. It's oh. rude. They smell great, though, don't they? They smell great, and you can subtly smell them if you're standing behind someone on a on a bus. Right. But stop going up to waiters and and okay. and, <laughs> and they yeah. say table for three, and you go. <laughs> Oh. Yes, we'll take table for three. I always sniff before I <laughs> I make an, a, a a booking. <laughs> You're like table for no thanks. <laughs> yeah, that smells terrible. Happened. Yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> I'm not going to eat here. What have you had? A quarter of a cow today? <laughs> well, according oh. to a, a report in the London Medical and well, Phys- they all stink though. Yeah, but he's particularly oh, bad. That, that's bad. If, if you're he- the worst of a stinky bunch. Oh, oh dear! I guess it'd be normal as well. If everyone stinks, does anyone oh. stink? One of the things I think about when you go back wow. in, go back in time, like a few hundred years, and you know when before they had sewerage and they just sort of throwing oh. buckets of shit into the street. I just think any modern day person would probably pass out instantly from yeah. the smell because they're obviously more used to it, as used to it as any human can get. To no, sp- I'd just kill myself. Oh. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah, that's the bummer. <laughs> I always think that, like, yeah, time travel would be so fun to go and see a Shakespeare play or something. But, yeah, everything about the time apart from maybe the Shakespeare play. Mm. <laughs> and even, I don't even like Shakespeare. So, anything. So, really nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. But, and, like, you could, even 10 years back, I think, would be, there'd be so many things you're like, oh, oh. I don't like this about yeah. God, it smells terrible. We've moved forward. It smells like Lynx Africa. I'd go back to the <laughs> 80s. Yeah. Smoking everywhere. Yeah. like that. My uh, be my number one. <laughs> Just want to smoke everywhere and get a perm. <laughs> Look, I lived through it and it was good. Yeah. <laughs> what a time! What I time? remember. I'm sure I remember something. Perms. Do you remember? Do you remember the concept of perms? Yeah. Okay. Cool, yeah. man. Dave, do go on. Uh, according to the, a report in the London Medical and Physical Journal, quote, he often stank to such a degree that he could not be endured within the distance of 20 paces. I've endured as an... As a <laughs> That's outstanding because everyone stinks. Well, he was constantly sweating and not surprisingly, according to some sources, he had almost constant diarrhea. Adding to the smell, apparently his shits were nasty. But so they Wait, did. when you say constant diarrhea, is he just shitting himself all the time? <laughs> That's why you can eat 45 kilos of It's just of a beef. constant flow. That's also why I was a very fast runner. He was sort of jet propelled. <laughs> yeah, it was, 
It's projectile <laughs> diarrhea. What? Yeah, what? I mean, what? Did he consider that his bad diet might have played a part? Or he just didn't put that together at all? Well, his appetite was so insatiable that at around this age, in his late teens, his parents kicked him out of their house, complaining that they could no longer afford to keep him. Mm. Well, this is a real sad life. So, Terraria made his way through the countryside, living as best he could, which meant begging, stealing, and occasionally just rummaging through the trash. So, he wanted to work, and he needed to eat. So, why not eat to work? Yeah. Huh? I love this. you got to play to your strengths. True. He became a travelling showman, quickly becoming famous as the man who could eat anything. Ah. Oh. He fell in with a band of thieves and performers who would travel across, across France, putting on their different acts and supplementing their incomes by pickpocketing the audience. Good, oh. yeah. That's by the of, hand that feeds you. It's a way of guaranteeing that they're going to put something in the hat. He literally did that. He would eat, <laughs> eat their hands. Wow. <laughs> nibble. They look down and they're missing a finger. Wow. Uh, Tarare could swallow anything. In his act, he would swallow corks, stones and live animals whole. All for the joy and disgust of the crowd. Live animals. Whole. Oh, that's not nice. Yeah, according to allthatsinteresting.com, great website, quote, his massive deformed jaw would swing open so wide that he could pour a whole basket of apples down his mouth and hold half a dozen of them in his cheeks like a chipmunk. That is not true. (laughs) That can't be true. Unless apples back then were grape size. That's not true, Dave. It's true. Oh. All that's interesting <laughs> and true. We've really got on, on board that website wow. recently. Big fan. He then left the group of travelling vagabonds, love that word, to take up employment with a travelling, quote, doctor. And I do not mean a good doctor. Terraro would swallow stones and live animals to draw attention to this travelling charlatan's dubious medical cures, basically to help him sell stuff. And I'm not sure how swallowing animals would help, but I guess he would yell, I swallowed a pigeon! I'm cured. Yes. And then what? The doctor then people would sell would be like, a pigeon? You can all buy it. And everyone else is trying to swallow a pigeon. <laughs> it's absolutely impossible. It's like, why are we buying this doctor's pigeons? They're everywhere. Flying rats. Yeah, but these are swallowable yeah, pigeons. Yeah, doctor's They're pigeons. They're coated in gelatin. <laughs> Come on. Easy to digest. They just slide right on down. Oh, coated in gelatin? Oh, that's made from animal stomach linings. I don't. I won't. <laughs> that's made from boiling bones. I don't do that. Just give me the pigeon <laughs> gelatin free, please. I'll choke it down. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so he's eating all sorts of stuff as a performer. Now, if you're going to eat like that, eventually it's going to catch up with you somehow. One day something... What, got- eating stones isn't going to be great for you long term? Get out of town, Dave. <laughs> Very hard to digest. I love he's travelling with a doctor. And the doctor's like, eat that stone. I'll sell something and this will be good. For me. It's not good at all. Well, one day something got caught. Yeah. And he had to be treated for a bowel obstruction. He needs to poop. Yeah. After being treated by a surgeon, he offered to show off his talents by swallowing the surgeon's watch and chain. What? When will you learn? (laughs) The surgeon was not amused and allegedly replied that he would cut Terraria open with his sword if he had to, to recover his valuable possession. Why a sword, surgeon? Surely you have a scalpel. Oh, his doctor was Zorro. <laughs> oh, perfect. He only does <laughs> Z incisions. <laughs> yeah. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. A couple of triangle flaps in oh. the stomach. Is it, you'd be, well, you just said you'd be okay I know, with that. I didn't that. think about it. I thought of it more like just a scar in the shape of a Z. <laughs> yeah, but there'd be other things like, oh, no, I've 
you know, I've got a, a cut on my leg that needs a that needs to be stitched, and he'd be like, "Well, I'm afraid I only do incisions." <laughs> I've got a splinter, doctor. Oh, I don't have a finger anymore. Thank you, doctor. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, after his trip to the hospital, the medical community began to monitor his unique abilities. They began to study him in the hopes of identifying the cause of his eating behaviour. Unique's not a great word, is it? It's a word that... Not when you're seeing a doctor. Oh, that's exactly what I got when I got the esophagus thing. Unique. Went, went to a specialist and I'm like, oh yeah, how... You know, like, what do you what do you do usually in this situation? He goes, oh, I'm not really sure. I've never seen this before in someone, in a young person. And I'm like... Oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, I'll have to con- consult some people. And I said, if, if this doesn't work, what do you do? And he's like, I'll have to make some calls. I'm not sure. Oh, that doesn't instill confidence. <laughs> I'm like, oh. It's funny. It's like blag your way through, mate. I Come know. on, just Give blag me, it. Make me feel good. Like, oh, yeah, it ought to be fine. We've we'll got a few options. To, yeah, don't worry. Got a few options. I might have to send you to a, another guy I know who's really great. And uh, deals with this stuff. Yeah. That's how I would do it. But basically, he was like, yeah, I've been a specialist for 25 <laughs> years and I've never seen this. So, that's pretty cool. And then when I had the, the operation, he brought a friend in who was visiting from England. And he's like, oh, this is another <laughs> surgeon. He's here to observe the procedure. <laughs> basically, you're a freak show kid mm-hmm. and this guy wants to watch. Yeah. Don't blame him. Is that is why it, is we're here popcorn? in England? To get revenge. Yeah, that's right. We're going to track this guy down. And, and I'm going to perform surgery on his esophagus. Love it. See how he likes it. With a sword. <laughs> Perfect. So basically, the medical community are absolutely in love with Terare because they, they've never seen anything like it. But science wasn't super advanced back then. So basically, all that would happen is they would give him different things to eat just to see what would happen to him. So, and being a person who never ever felt full, you're going to try anything to satisfy your hunger. There was almost nothing he wouldn't eat. Things he ate were, lim- were not limited to a live eel, Ugh. a snake. One of oh, his own. Wh- what, a, what a range so far. <laughs> <laughs> a worm. <laughs> a different type of eel. A door snake. He apparently ate a cat. Ew. A live cat. I mean, I'm not much of a cat person, but that's still fun. Are, are they two things on your list? A cat? And a live cat. A live cat. cat. No. <laughs> no, it was a live cat. You're going to go, how many things are you going to go through here? If you think? Uh, he also ate a huge dinner that was meant to feed 15 labourers, <laughs> including two enormous meat pies and four gallons of milk. That's which, a lot of milk. Oh, yuck, no. That's like over 10 litres. That's too much I milk. I once drank two litres of Chocolate Big M. What? In one Why? <laughs> I was on break at a supermarket and it and was, I it was wanted, on special and it was really, basically a challenge. You want a diarrhea? No, I uh, I I got I got so far through it. I reckon I got two thirds of the way through and I was like, I gotta go for it. And there was a few other people in the room, they're like, You gotta go for it. The tea room's all behind me and I'm just pouring and I'm Oh, into a glass too. Very sophisticated. You're I like, like that. Basically shotting the, this milk. You're not like sipping it over a, a long time. Yeah, yeah, I was in a 15-minute break. And um, <laughs> I finished it, and then I I stood up. <laughs> I tucked the chair in. Good, good boy. I walked into a run <laughs> <laughs> to the bathroom, and just it all came straight back out. Oh. Out the mouth. And then back to work. Back to work. Sort of dusted my hands off. Yeah. And then you got back to nothing from that break. No, there was... <laughs> yeah, that is... Too, I think... That was I, a wasted break. I realised that was too much 
too much milk. Probably yeah. too much milk and too much sugar in one quick Yeah, hit. good point. I forget about the sugar side of things. Yeah, it was fine. What a time. Like teenage boys or teenage humans probably just can eat and it doesn't. Like I used to eat a six-pack of donuts. Mm. I would have probably had six-pack of donuts and that milk. <laughs> oh, yeah. You had fr- I had friends who regularly eat 12 pieces of toast for breakfast. 12. Yeah, you said. I mean, this, how many minutes do you spend spend toasting? Yeah, true. That's, yeah, that's that's like that's half a loaf of bread. I'd have three big salad sandwiches, cheese and salad sandwiches for lunch at school. So I'd spend the first half a lunch. I'm just sitting. <laughs> just <laughs> sitting. <laughs> In case you don't know how eating sounds. Like. Oh. <laughs> Sorry for that. That will definitely gross some people out. Some people can't handle that sound. Other people listen to it to go to sleep. Oh, Asimar. Mm. Yeah, that's um, weird. Ask Mister or whatever. That's weird. What else is weird? The shit this guy's. I don't think <laughs> anything's as weird ever in the world than this story you're telling <laughs> yeah, us right this now. This is amazing <laughs> and <laughs> fucked. I wanted to finish off after he ate the fifteen laborers, fifteen men's worth of food. He ate fifteen laborers. <laughs> <laughs> he went into some sort of food coma for a few hours. We've all been there. <laughs> Every Christmas. Oh, Christmas. It's so hard to keep your eyes open Christmas. But then I go back for dessert every time. Doesn't oh. it? Don't you feel like a real failure now, though? Like, that's a food coma. <laughs> Whatever oh, yeah. we're having, it's like, you know, a food light nap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what did you have? A couple of roast potatoes and yeah. some gravy. Ooh. All right, man. And like three salads. Take a hike. Yeah. Have an eel and talk to me. <laughs> Yuck. Have 12 litres of milk and we'll talk. No, absolutely not. Never. No. Yuck. I Yuck. can handle two. He's had six times that amount. Oh, gross. And, uh, and that's just like to wash things down. He just ate the table. <laughs> just sounds like he's just... I am picturing a snake man who's just yeah. like dropping his lower jaw and just... I'm imagining that Monty Python character. Oh, yeah. A slither. <laughs> Mr. Crusoe. A wefer thin. <laughs> Better get a bucket. <laughs> I appear to have stepped in Monsieur's bucket. <laughs> <laughs> John Cleese is so good at that. I love it. It's another English topic we did. We'll yes. draw a listing before all the English topics we've done. And there's so many London things. We're going to try and go, get to as many of the landmarks There's no we way we can possibly do no, it. No, we're not going to knock them all off. But we did go to 221A Baker Street. And then we also went to 221B Baker Street. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb Which shit. was in many ways more interesting. And yeah. more relevant. Yeah. Yeah, there was less cues at A, though. I just got straight to the front. <laughs> we're just knocking on some person's door. Yeah, they were like, Hello! <laughs> Let me in, Sherlock's neighbour. <laughs> Have you ever met him? <laughs> What's he like? Answer me! <laughs> and it was, it was this guy called Dr. Watson. Like, a boring. Yeah. <laughs> Back y- to the other cue. Yawn. <laughs> we literally yawned in his face. Mm. So, Tarare is uh, being studied. But then the Na- Napoleonic Wars broke out and Tarare enlisted to fight for his country. Bit of a patriot. I love that. He enlisted in the War of the First Coalition in France, uh, where France took on the Holy Roman Empire, Austria, Britain, Spain, Portugal, and the Dutch Republic all at the same time, and won. Really? So this, where is this in the Roman Empire's history? Obviously right at the end. No, this is the 1700s. So what's the Holy Roman Empire doing? That's just, at this stage, it's just like a... A couple of blocks in in Italy. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's a precursor to Italy, really. Yeah, but uh, Holy so Roman Empire. So France is really he's taking on everyone at the same time and winning. Love that at this stage, anyway. But this is in no way thanks to our friend Terrare because he didn't end up fighting. He wasn't physically able to. He helped out his fellow soldiers uh, to carry out their day to day tasks and then ate their rations as compensation. 
The army tried to keep him going by quadrupling his rations, so giving him four times as much food as any other soldier, and then he ate other soldiers' snacks. Why was he important enough to them to waste so much food? I don't know. I guess they just wanted him to be He's a really good hacker. Yeah. (laughs) But he still ended up in the military hospital because no matter what he ate... Hungry, hungry hacker. (laughs) Hacking back then was like hacksawing, chopping people apart? Yeah. Oh. He was a magician. (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> uh, but no matter what he ate his Can appetite. I have a volunteer <laughs> You eel Get in my box <laughs> Ooh, Where's he putting that eel <laughs> That was gross <laughs> Now that was gross He ate a live cat but that Hey Dave can you edit out the bit where I asked a dumb question about the Roman Empire No Fuck <laughs> Um, so basically he ended up in hospital Because no matter how much food they gave him It just wasn't enough to keep him going And he was sort of didn't have enough energy uh, There was an attempt to take an advan- advantage of his talents When they tried to use him as a spy and a courier So he started eating the evidence Actually not that far from the truth Yes To prove that he could eat anything Terrari was asked to eat 30 pounds of raw liver and cow's lungs As a demonstration he passed the test with it's, flying colours. He's like, you mean oh. actual food? <laughs> yeah. I actually I can, I can eat those. dry reached a little bit there. That's gross. He did it and he was recruited as a spy. Oh. Basically, his mission was they fed him a wooden box with a secret message inside and then let nature take its course and he, they would fish it out of the latrine. How big is his butthole? <laughs> <laughs> Pooping wooden boxes. Imagine being the poor. Imagine being the guy that was imagine assigned. That on the way out, it looked like a <laughs> <laughs> that. Now that would look like a snake, lo- like dropping his jaw. <laughs> but that's his butt. This is my butt. <laughs> Not your butt. His butt. His butt. Come on. Sorry, I don't, I don't want to big myself <laughs> up here. Imagine being the the poor young soldier that they're like, all right, can you just fish out of the latrine the box that that guy just shut out? We need it. But then again, he always had diarrhea, so you don't have to sh- shift through solid shit. I reckon a, a wooden box would make itself pretty. You just hose it down a yeah. bit and then grab it. Did so, you, like, that's the thing that I think... Do they have rubber gloves back there? I don't know. This is a gross story. I don't know if I'll tell it. But I once, when I was a toddler, I ate a coin and my parents had to... Make sure it came out. Yeah. No good. So I regret saying that. But is it days and days of examining just in case it was that day? Yeah. I guess when it's a toddler, they're probably... <gasps> your dad should have bought a metal detector. Held it at your butt. This kid's shitting heaps of coins. He's paying out. This is a gold bar. <laughs> gold so butt. They did a test run and it seemed to work okay. And then another at the French army headquarters on the Rhine where Napoleon himself may or may not have been present. <laughs> Two options there. I'm going to say may. <laughs> All right. Still haven't confirmed. He still may have been there. <laughs> yeah. I won't, I won't commit. May or may not. May. may have been there. He may have been. So an operation. I'm an optimist. Uh, Operation Pooh Box was given the green That's light. That's not what it was they called. They did not call it you that. You called it that. Or should I say the brown light? You didn't call it that. They called it that. Dave, you wrote that joke, didn't you? Yes, I did. And you proud were very it. proud of it. <laughs> Bloody good stuff. What noise did you make when you, you wrote sp- it? You spoke over it, so probably, probably oh, ruined it. Dave, sorry. But um, I didn't get it. I, when I don't get a joke, I don't, I don't respect a joke. Well, yeah, if you've got to explain a joke... 
I'll just edit it in here. An Operation Poo Box was given the green light, or should I say brown light. I get it now. I, Thank I missed you. the setup there. Thank you that so much. That was probably the key part I missed was the Thank green you. light line. And do you still think it's a good joke? Or? No, I don't think it's a good joke. No, but I get it. I mean, it, yeah. Is it, I mean, is it a, a joke might be a stretch. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a couple of sentences back to so, back. It's a quality joke. That is a good joke, Dave. I was just trying to be cool for Jess. <laughs> yeah, be cool for me. I'm just trying to win Jess's respect. I'm just trying to be cool for Jess. Play it cool, Matt. I reckon she's starting to respect you. <laughs> hey, she can't hear me. She's not wearing headphones, okay, but I yeah. am. Yeah, you can hear you. I can hear me. Can you hear me? You're not wearing headphones either. Who said that? Huh? I can hear you, but I don't know who's saying it. What are you guys talking about? Respect. Cool, man. I love How that song. It. I've said cool, man, too many times today. Cool, I think, man. Jess, I think you're tr- starting to win Matt over by saying cool, man. Do you reckon? Yeah. Oh, I just want him to respect He's me. He's starting to respect you. Yes. I respect everyone. Thanks, Dave. That's why you're my favourite. Okay. So, Operation Poo Box. Given the brown light, yes. <laughs> and it definitely wasn't called Poo Box. Well, it was probably called, uh, what are they called? Mad. Mad Box. Mad. It's mad shit. Shit. Uh, and box is box. <laughs> box. <laughs> Mono <laughs> equals mo- one, rail equals rail. All right. Had to get a Simpsons yeah, reference in somewhere. Now you got to no, you gotta do what you got to do. Uh, his first mission, which he chose to accept, was to <laughs> deliver a message to a French colonel who was held prisoner behind enemy lines okay. in a Prussian fortress. Okay. So he has to deliver a message. Yep. So he gets his way to that person, pops a squat, shits in front of them. And then reads the note out to him. His memory's awful. That's the thing you don't got to know about. Hands him. in the box secretly. They think he's just handing over any old piece of poo. But really, inside that poo is a box. And inside that box is a note. And on that note, it says, remember to wash your hands. <laughs> and then on the note, it says, uh, just l- listen to this guy. has got a message for you. <laughs> well, apparently... You would be surprised to know this didn't end up working out. Yeah, because we just <laughs> explained that it's stupid. Not, I've actually got written here, and not just because shitting out a message is an insane plan, <laughs> but the real hole in the plan <laughs> was sending Tarare, who only spoke French, into Prussian territory where they speak German. He was almost immediately captured and tortured. Tarare thought he had swallowed a really important top secret message. Oh my god, it's just going to be like call your mother or pick up milk or something. <laughs> Apparently all it said was, quote, if you hear anything about Prussian movements, report back. Movements, bowel movements. <laughs> oh my god, that was so pointless. Basically, it says if you hear something, let us know. That's kind of implied <laughs> Which, in a way, isn't it? <laughs> you think that this colonel would probably be thinking that Colonel's anyway. Colonel's been sitting on all these big war secrets that would oh, end it all. What do I do with all this information? <laughs> oh. uh, no one's told me to tell anyone. I'll wait for the Operation Poop Box. Uh, when the Which Pros- I assume is happening. <laughs> so the Prussians found out about the plan. Then they found out it was only a test message and that it was meaningless. So they let him go. This is Ferrari. At first he was sentenced to death. But after a mock execution and a bit of a beating, he was allowed to go home. So they did let him go home. Is a mock execution when they just like stand in front of you pointing and insulting you? Yeah. You're standing. You're like standing you with a noose around your neck. Yeah. And you're going, nice hangy guts, you dildo. It's basically like an 18th century roast. Yeah. That's how they used to do great. it. Great. I hate roasts. Yeah, I don't enjoy them. They're so popular in America. I I hate them with a passion. I think they are very lame. Apparently, still, like, 
I was listening to someone talk about it recently. They're like still one of the highest rating comedy shows on American TV and one of the few places that you can quickly become a star. It used to be Carson. Now the closest equivalent is probably the roast. roast. Is that what someone was... No, I hate it. It's so mean. And they yeah, all seem like such lame scripted jokes. Aha! Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh, G- Jerry Seinfeld, yeah. yeah. You could finally get the taste of George Costanza's dick out of your mouth. <laughs> it's like, that is pretty funny. What? Yeah, they're no- it's normally you go, all right, so uh, you're either, I'm going to make fun of you because you're fat, you're old, yeah. uh, you're mm. a slut, or you're, man, that's it. They're the three. Yeah. <laughs> they're the big three. Yeah. Yeah. Or you've had or, some or kind of trouble with the law. Right, or your your face looks funny or something. It's yeah. some, some real shallow yeah, yeah, yeah. shallow burn and usually probably doesn't it. It's just like they're just... It's awful. It's a variation of similar jokes you've heard a million times. But So I feel bad for this guy for having a mock roast. Mock roast. Basically because he's sitting there cringing going, but yeah. then There's got to be something t- more to it for them to be so popular, right? Yeah. I, I, I haven't watched many to be honest. Because they're too cringy. I don't like it. Yeah, right. So I won't watch. I more. think it, yeah, maybe it's the kind of thing live might be more enjoyable if you're in the room or something. And also, like, there are people who are great at it. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. If it's your first ever website or your business is expanding... Not in a way that's like, oh, my God, it's expanding like yeah, yeah. More physically. Like it's growing more customers, yes. more interest. Not like it's going to explode. Yeah, not like it's a building that's like blowing up and yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. And I don't think they mean for marriage. You can sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical or digital products or you offer services like massage or oh. nails. Oh my gosh. Or uh, consulting. Should we, after this, get Manny Petty? <laughs> Babe, I've already booked us in. <laughs> um, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. You know, what about blogging tools, you yeah. might be asking? I like to blog. I love to blog. I like to blog. I like to vlog. Yes. Well, Squarespace has powerful blogging tools to share stories, photos, videos, and updates. You can categorize, you can share, and schedule to make your content work for you. Scheduling is the best. Oh. Yeah. It looks like Jess has just uploaded something. What it? But it's like 3 a.m. in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the exact time I wanted to do it in New York City, baby. Exactly. Capture that New York market. Yeah. You mentioned vlogging as well. If you're into vlogging, you can organize your video library, showcase your content on beautiful video pages, sell access to your videos with member areas. The possibilities are endless. Now head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Like, um, so like that's their thing and that that can be fun it's sort of because it's almost like a content it's not just one way as well everyone yeah. gets a right or reply so it's not like it's full mean and everyone's in on the joke yeah so. roast battles and stuff like that but no not for me thanks i'd like to participate in a compliment battle mm, I prefer- that is a fun idea <laughs> 
I prefer rap battles. Yeah, you would. I prefer eel eating competitions. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a big mouth if you really want to open. I've never noticed that. I do eat pretty fast. You Actually, do eat fast, yeah. Because we've been having a few meals together lately, and you always finish first. Yeah, and I always. Rude, isn't it? I, no, not at all. They always a, finish I last. There's an etiquette is that you try and you eat to the pace that everyone the sauce. And no, then your I food know. goes cold. Just eat your food. Recently, we're not, we're not insulted. Right. It's we're impressed. <laughs> I'm always like, damn, Matt, good job. <laughs> Oh, I'm so jealous. I wish I could yeah, eat Yeah, like really, that. we should I'm jealous of you, you too because you're like, that is how you're meant to eat. Slowly, chew your food. You don't overeat then. Whereas yeah, I'll slam it down and then be like, ooh, a little bit too much. Yeah. Because <laughs> right. yeah, there's a half hour delay, right? So you, like, apparently that's one of the keys to being healthy is... Eat slowly. Eat slowly, yeah. Anyway, back to the report. Uh, so we left the army and went back to hospital tr- to try and get some more answers. He was placed under the care of renowned surgeon George Didier, the, Didier. Bar- the Baron Percy. What a name. Love Very it. good. What a title. Uh, George Didier, the Baron Percy, unlike the other weirdos, apparently did really want to help the very hungry man. He had a lot more compassion than the other doctors that were like, eat that, eat this. But I say that. He tried, but his treatments were not exactly what we'd call conventional today. Oh. Attempted antidotes included doping him up with opium, then tobacco, employing vinegars and mineral waters, and bizarrely stuffing Tarare full of soft-boiled eggs. <laughs> Sadly, none of this seemed to work. Weird. Who would have thought? Wow. Disappointing. Yeah. Oh, there wasn't failure. Another <laughs> failure. Well, God, we'll never know. There wasn't enough food in the hospital to satisfy, satisfy his ravenous hunger, and Tarare would sneak out at night to look for sustenance. And he took it wherever he found it. Can you imagine if he was alive today? On every corner. He'd be a, he'd be a superstar. Oh, yeah. He'd have a reality TV show. But there'd just be it. so many options for him to eat, mm. you know? Cheap, affordable, fast food. Yeah. So many things. And he just, yeah, he'd be, he'd be on... He'd, yeah, because there that show, there's that show Man Eats yeah. the World or whatever. Man vs. Food. Yeah. Man Eats the World. That's what I would call Tarare's show. Yes. Did you say, what does Tarare mean? Did you, is that translated to something? Or is, you know, it's not clear... Oh, it's just it sounds like there's a food that it sounds like Tarare, isn't there? Doesn't matter. I'm not sure, to be honest. <laughs> Doesn't matter. So he would sneak out of hospital. He would eat offal rejected from butchers and sometimes even garbage. He would eat roadkill and according to TV tropes, sometimes fight with cats over who would get to eat the roadkill. And, and then, then he'd, he'd eat, eat the, the cats. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is pretty gross, so prepare yourself for it. You Aww, ready, Jess? It's all been a bit gross, but yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Everything you've said's been gross. But prepare yourself. No, so that like tells the, you it's it, yeah. what he's going to say like is fucked. The, like in France, when everyone stinks, but yeah. he stinks. Yeah. Yeah. This is, like this is that. it. This I found another it. level. He would eat bandages and human blood from surgeries. Oh yeah, that's no good. And was even <laughs> and was even gross. caught trying to sneak into the morgue to eat the corpses. Oh, that's. Okay. There's something. Okay, I was going to say something very obvious there. There's something wrong with him. Well, I mean, he's in a hospital. <laughs> he was a nuisance. Nuisance, and several of the doctors complained that Tarare would be better off in a lunatic asylum. But Percy defended his presence at the hospital. That is, until a toddler mysteriously <gasps> disappeared from the wards. I read this in multiple places. No! It is not known if he was definitely responsible, but Tarare was the prime suspect. And because of this, the furious doctors finally had an excuse to kick him out of the hospital for good. Oh! So no. Okay, even if he didn't, the fact that so many people 
believed that he probably did. You don't have much of a choice, do you? No, but it's just like you've got you're that far that people would believe that you would eat a toddler. Mm. No. No. no I did interpret it in some places as those doctors that wanted to get rid of him to go Just to a lunatic it. asylum were like, all right, we'll use this as an... Yeah, but yeah. then other places were, you know, pretty adamant that he may have eaten a child. So, like, like we can't tell. So long, oh, so long later. That's awful. Uh, Tarare disappeared from uh, the history books for a while. He resurfaced four years later after being admitted to a hospital in Versailles after he was so weak he couldn't even leave his bed. Tarare believes his trouble stemmed from swallowing a golden fork. Oh, what? how did he think that was going to quench his <laughs> hunger? But the doctor said, no, no, you have advanced tuberculosis. Oh. So that's what he was sick and dying from. He reached out to Surgeon Percy, his old friend, who came to his side as soon as he could, but by then nothing could be done, and Tarare finally passed away in 1798 at the apparent age of only 26. Oh, wow. 26. He did quite a, so that was, he left home at 17, so yeah. all that stuff, and there was four years where the, we don't know what happened to him, so most of that stuff happened over five years. So he did quite a lot of stuff. Wow. Doctors were reluctant to perform an autopsy on Tarare's body as it went pretty rank pretty fast. He seemed to de- decompose way faster than a usual body. I think he's an alien. But the chief surgeon at the Versailles Hospital eventually stepped up to the plate and cut him open. He found that Tarare's gullet was unusually wide. What you were saying, Matt. Right. Which is the exact opposite of me. Right. So he just had a big... Yeah. Big downside. So he could just swallow anything. Right. And when his giant jaws were forced open, he could see all the way into Rare's enormous stomach. So He could see all the way yeah. down. So if you put him in a position like his dead body and opened up his mouth, looked down the esophagus, it's so wide you could see into his stomach. Yuck. Which was huge, covered in pus and filled almost the entire abdominal cavity. So he had a bigger stomach than anyone else. Also abnormally large was his liver, gallbladder and his stomach had many, many ulcers. Not surprising, because he swallowed all that horrible stuff. And, quote, the golden fork that he swallowed was never found. Ah! Oh. It was never found. I don't understand. It was, uh, it was after discovering this that, according to the uh, London Medical and F- uh, Physical Journal again, quote, the stench of the body was so insupportable that M. Tessier, who's the chief surgeon of the hospital, could not carry out his investigation to any further extent. So this is a man that, for a living, opens up bodies, but it was so gross that even he had to be like, I can't, I can't go on. That's I can't go on. incredible and so gross. So gross. Now, so that's, that's the story of his life. I've got some possible explanations that people have brought up Love over it. the years as to why he was able to eat like this. May I? Please. Mm. Mole people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was a mole person inside him. Living inside eating him. Eating all the people, all the food. Um, num, 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 you know when you get a tapeworm? And it apparently takes away. No. the time I thought I had a tapeworm? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it takes away all your sustenance. Yeah. We played that system of a down song a lot. Yeah. Why did I think that? Were you feeling a bit tired? Because it's one of the symptoms. Yeah, I was tired. And, and I had a, yeah, you saw a tapeworm crawl into your yeah. nose? <laughs> and I, I think I'd like, I dropped some weight. Oh, and I just assumed it must have been a tapeworm <laughs> and not any kind of. I love, I love a real jump. Jump to yeah. a conclusion. No, I really thought I had a tapeworm. I always jump to the conclusion of Anyway, tell dying. us what other conclusions people have jumped to. Uh, whilst things may have been exaggerated over time, many of Tarare's eating habits were documented thoroughly by doctors. So there is not... I mean, a, a lot of this probably could be 
sort of urban legend yeah. to an extent, but he definitely so far ago. definitely was alive because there's many written accounts. Yep. From medical, you know, medical people at the time. So the medical word for uncontrollable hunger and eating is polyphagia, and not being able to swallow, which I suffer from, is dysphagia. 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 Polyphagia. So he's got poly- like he had polyphagia. Uh, the BBC speculates that Terare might have been suffering from a form of hyperthyroidism, mm. a condition that occurs due to the excessive production of thyroid hormones. Symptoms include increases in metabolism. Excessive diarrhea, sweating, and thin hair—all of which uh, match descriptions of Terare. He sounds like he looked gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other medical theories. <laughs> Not in a ju- I don't mean that in a judgy way. I just mean he sounds like physically he'd be yuck to look at. Physically, just oh, physically. Yeah. He also sounds like he was a bit of a dull person to be around, but physically. <laughs> Ugh, I mean, not appealing. Eating a live eel is so boring. Yeah, no good. Uh, other medical theories include that he may have had uncontrollable diabetes or damage to his brain's limbic system, which I believe would have... Uh, that's the thing that would shut off when you're full and he would never never, never feel full. Right. Uh, but Jan Bondenson, a medical historian at the University of Cardiff in Wales, which you're, we are a lot closer to than we usually are, <laughs> who has written a book about Terare and other medical oddities, says, we probably won't see anything like him again. Medicine has improved greatly since the 18th century and anyone like Terare would hopefully be diagnosed and treated appropriately these days before things spiralled out right. of control. That's insane. Hopefully you'd be like, my child can eat half a horse can you look into it? <laughs> and they wouldn't just be like, eat this stone. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what happens. Hmm. They might be like, how did Which you find out? Which half of the horse? <laughs> Your like, head or butt? What if we stuff you full mm. of boiled eggs? Yeah, we find out. Probably they thought that would happen. Yeah. Uh, we started the show with mention of eating competitions these days. Yes. So I thought I'd just briefly wrap up with that actually. These days, the Are you cl- going to wrap it? Please These don't. We, please don't. Oh, thank you, Jess. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Gonna, I sorry I started it, it, but you're welcome that I finished. Yeah, it. Jess. Can I also say thank you? <laughs> I would have been very embarrassed. Yes, you would have looked quite the fool. Yeah. Uh, these days, the closest thing we get uh, to this is the Major League Eating League. <laughs> is Major League Eating is what I meant to say? Uh, an organisation that organises professional competitive eating events, the MLA, and television specials. Have you heard much about the MLA? Do you know much no. about? It? Uh, only, only vaguely. I reckon there was like a superstar guy a while ago whose name I'd probably re- recognise if I heard it. I will mention this superstar. Uh, the league airs its annual Nathan's Famous Fourth of July eating, uh, International Hot Dog Eating Contest on ESPN. So it gets aired on proper sports channel. The reigning champion is American Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. Do you know Joey yeah. Chestnut? Joey Chestnut is a fantastic, fantastic name. Yeah. It's so good. And it would be so great if you had some kind of nut allergy. Two chestnuts. That'd be very funny. Well, be ironic. I'm hungry. You know what's ironic? <laughs> ironic is Wayne on, rain, Wayne. Wayne on your reading day. On your reading day. I'm having a stroke. <laughs> I think we're all a bit hungry and jet like, Are you hungry? I'm starving. I'm so this, hungry. This report has made me hungry for eel. So Joey Chestnut is the reigning champion. After winning his sixth consecutive hot dog eating contest in 2012 by eating 68 hot dogs. Oh, my God. One more, Joey. In 10 minutes. 69, you're <laughs> <what>? <laughs> 
<laughs> he stated, quote, I will not stop until I reach 70. Come on, mate. 69. This sport isn't about eating, he said. It's about drive and dedication. And at the end of the day, this sport, hot dog eating challenges both my body and my mind. I bet oh, it does. Joey, yeah. get, it, read a book. It's not about eating. Get a girlfriend. This year, So that was 20. <laughs> he'd, boyfriend. He'd have plenty of lovers. Every hot dog. Yeah, I reckon he smells great. <laughs> <laughs> so 2012, he ate 68. This year, what do you reckon he ate? In 10 minutes, how many hot dogs? Please, 69. Oh, well, I'm guessing it's going to be more because otherwise, why would you ask? I'm going to say 73. 73? I'm saying 69. He ate 74 hot dogs oh, in Maddie's 10 due. minutes, which is one hot dog eaten every eight seconds. That's disgusting. <laughs> what is it? And what are they? What are we talking like? What's your competition? Uh, regulation length. length. Oh, what do you reckon? And in bread as well. Yeah, they well, eat the no, bread. I mean, he's just a guy. Not every, <laughs> not every man who has a weird hot dog <laughs> eating thing has been in, <laughs> in bread. Jess, it's kind of disappointing that you went straight there. But uh, actually, yes, in this instance, you got lucky. You got lucky. His mum is his dad. <laughs> Sorry, Joey Chestnut. Uh, other records that you could attempt on the Major League Eating website include uh, the 7-Eleven Sports Slurpee, which is a 22-ounce tw- a Sports Slurpee, which is, a, you know, in, in Australia, I guess the, the big one. What, what do we call Large. Large. <laughs> I thought they had, like, some sort of thing. <laughs> they like. used to go on big gulps. Yeah, maybe something like that. Maybe that was just a... Yeah, maybe. Anyway. Someone ate a full one in nine seconds in 2010. Oh, my God. The brain freeze. Oh, you, I don't think you'd ever recover. I get brain freeze so easily. <laughs> it's embarrassing. I'm getting one now. And then I have to sit there like, oh, for ages. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't even do it. It's not worth it. Uh, the most disgusting one to imagine on their website for me oh, is... Oh, great. Yeah, the, bring uh, it on. The blueberry pie eating uh, competition. I love that. Nine love pounds. Pie. Nine pounds of blueberry pie. I eat. was nine pounds when I was born. So your way in, in blueberry pie eaten hands-free oh. eight minutes. So you're saying that's disgusting because you don't like the hands-free element, oh, do you? I do not like I See, not. I think that's sexy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Is that is easily less gross than everything else you've said. Yeah, he ate a toddler and you you're like, how gross is this? You ate like, a delicious oh, this pie. Was, just a warning. Hopefully, if anyone's <laughs> eating at home, stop. Maybe pause this and come back later. Okay. Honestly. He ate a delicious get- blueberry <laughs> pie and got a little on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I gave a warning for the bl- blood bandages. Oh, why bring it up again? Oh. I've forgotten. Well, do you want to know the hands-free blood bandages eating record? No. no. Also eight minutes. They did it simultaneously. Blueberry and blood bandages. I think you're just worried that, yeah, face. there was blueberry on their face and probably on their clothes. It's oh, For me, that's gross. Use your hands. No, use a knife and fork. Yeah, like a... Like a human, or I think that would make you disqualified. <laughs> yeah, and you wouldn't get it done. Hands eight free. Minutes. What if you ate it using cutlery with your feet? I reckon that's ah, hands free. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what that move was about? Pie eating. Yeah. In a way. In a way, isn't everything about pie eating? Yes. Can we have a pie, Lena? I'm so hungry. I need to get a pie. Yeah, mate. We'll get you a pie. <laughs> that would be great. She's got really serious and sincere, and I appreciated that. Thank we you. will find you a pie, I promise. I need a pie. I <laughs> need you. a pie. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. Uh, but that is the, that's the end of my Terrare report. Wow. Dave, that was fascinating. It's crazy. You can see why, if anyone who has discovered that story, why they would submit it to the hat. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Because it's definitely. very, very Understandable, but thanks, gross. Yeah, thanks to everyone. Um, sorry if you did find that gross. I tried to find the definition of his name, but I could not find it. 
Was that what you were doing on the laptop? Yeah, so I'm not I'm not sure what it means. And even as a family name, there's on the family websites it doesn't seem to have it. So oh, on the family website. I guess Oh, sorry, you don't have any family website knowledge. I don't know what that was. No, um, I don't. Okay. I was, you were having to go at me in a weird way, and I, and I well, fought fire with fire. Did you? Hmm. Well, I tried to, but I lost. I feel bad. Good. Hey, well, that means, Dave, are you done? Yes, thank you. Thank you. What for a great report. That a was great. Beautiful report. Thank Sometimes you. Sometimes a hideous report, but beautiful in its hideousness. Honestly, I found it a bit gross when I was reading it, but also, it's one of those ones where, uh, like Seinfeld, it's a loathsome and offensive brute, yet I can't look away. Yeah, the Kramer. I, um,. I think now it's time for a segment that Jess does a jingle for that goes a little something like this. Jess, the, the segment. Jess, What's if, that? if you don't do it, I will wrap it. Go on. Don't make him wrap it, No, Jess. I mean, he wants to do it. Anyway, it goes like this. Widget the World Watcher. <laughs> it's called Fact, Quote, or Question. And this, <laughs> this week's Fact, Quote, or Question. <laughs> I don't know what that noise was. I'm sorry. Everyone. Nobody knows what that noise was. I just went chicka. Chicka. It's from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Chicka. Do, do, do. Uh, this week's mine, mine was more of a bird noise. I'm so, I don't no have No bird has uh, ever made that noise. Chicka. That's a dying bird. Yeah, yeah as it's being eaten by Tororo. Chica. Chica. As it falls down his gullet. Oh, yuck. This week's fact, quote, or question comes in from Patreon Manny Garza. So the way this works is if uh, you're a patron on a certain level, you get to give us a fact, quote, or question. We read out one a week. This week's Manny Garza's uh, turn. He's given us the title. This is his first one. A few have had cycle around a couple of times, but this is Manny's first fact, quote, or question. Mm. You also get to give yourself a title. And Manny's given himself the title... Junior Vice President of Nick Mason's Golden Tuxedo Rentals. Oh. Uh, Nick Mason being the official fifth Beatle slash fourth do-go-on. And, of course, the official president of the... Tuxedo Tuxedo Club. Renting <laughs> Association. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> uh, he's, the, he's a, a, a world-famous party boy, Nick Mason. <laughs> um, and he has chosen to give us a quote. Okay. And he's got a, a slight pre... Pre-ramble? Pre-amble. So a pre-quote. Pre-ramble. Uh, okay. So it starts. I love, love when it. people type out, type as they talk. I like it. Okay. He writes like people talk. <laughs> okay. Since you did an episode on Chessie Puller and other WW2 badasses, well, that's World War Two. did you know that the Southern Cross on your Australian flag is also on the blue diamond of the 1st Marine Division? And he hasn't even got to the fact yet. That's the preamble. Right. I know. Cool. To be honest, so far, I didn't know it. Here's the fact, which is what I, I, I love how many places the Southern Cross is and how as patriotic Australians will get a Southern Cross tattoo to show how proud they are to be Australian. But it's on everything, everywhere. Well, basically, yeah. because well, for people in the Northern Hemisphere, like us right now, where you can't see, it's a constellation in, in the sky that everyone in the Southern Hemisphere can see, basically. Yeah, so it's on a lot of nations' flags, yeah, including so ours and New Zealand's and many others. Yeah. Um, but it basically it look, kind of looks like a diamond. I'd call it the Southern Diamond if I went back. Or the kite. Oh, a kite's cool, yeah. I guess New Zealand is the Southern Cross. It's only four. Yeah, they just it's don't just have the little. They don't have the little weird. I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah. The cool. bit, the bit of the Southern Cross that has nothing to do with the cross. Yeah, pro- they probably they went with the right way. I yeah, reckon. they went efficient, and they coloured them in red. Yeah, yeah that's, like that's badass. Now that's badass. They had a vote to change their flag, uh, maybe a year or two back now, and oh. it got voted down. 
Which is a bummer. I, their new flags look great. I really, I want Australia to get a new flag. What do you sit on that? <laughs> Question without notice. Wow. Um, if it was like fully sick, then yeah. But if it was like average, then yeah, nah. like it would have to really pimp it. Right. Yeah, it'd have to be a fucking sick flag, eh? I'd be up for changing it nearly no matter what. If you it don't was like our flag? a poo box. It's well, it's it's the British flag yeah. is a quarter of it. Yeah. And then the rest is sort of the New Zealand flag slash a bunch of Pacific Island flags. I mean the whole flag just looks like a whole it's basically the same as the New Zealand flag and a bunch of other flags. It's like what's the point? So what do you propose? I propose um my head. Oh, okay, I'm on board. Okay. Um, I'm off board. But just like cycling out smaller and smaller around the outside in like a psychedelic swirl. I'm Would sorry. that not cause some kind of hypnosis? And then... and then <laughs> Imagine it being carried into the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like... And, and we're like crying and saluting it. <laughs> God bless our boys and girls. <laughs> uh, so this is fact. Manny's fact. Oh, yeah. The, the reason for this... Uh, the, the the Southern Cross is on the blue diamond of the 1st Marine Division. Right. The reason for this was during the island hopping campaign of the Pacific Islands and more specifically the Battle of Guadalcanal. 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 The Battle of Guadalcanal. <laughs> mm, I love it. <laughs> uh, bonus fact, my mother's last name is Stuart, so there's a slim chance Matt and I could be related. Thank is you it? so much for that fact, Manny. Thank you, Manny. C- cousin Manny. Spelt the same way. Yeah. Nice. Manny. Nice. The real way, the authentic way. Manny's spelt the same. Yeah, Manny's spelt the same Wonderful. as Stuart. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's, pr- it's a pronunciation thing. It's great you got that pronunciation. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you, Manny. Thank for you, that Manny. Quote, that, Manny. That, was, that was a cool, cool little factoid. So you can get involved on Patreon if you want to at uh, patreon.com slash pod. All sorts of rewards there, including two bonus episodes that no one else except for the patrons here that we put out every month. So rad. So rad. So much fun. Um, and the other thing we do at the end of the episodes with Patreons is we read out a few names of our great supporters from the Patreon. Oh, we definitely do. We love to thank uh, the people that support us and make this possible. Possible. Now, possible. Which, now we talked uh, uh, about Terrare. Big Eater, Jess. Anything in your mind that we could, because we usually give a little a game that we play with the name. I was either going to go with what they'd eat. Or oh, how, how badly they smell. Okay. How many paces could you get within them before no, you smell? On the Richter scale. <laughs> how much that's how a roast. Stank? Or, or we, could give, we could roast them. Let's roast these bad boys. And girls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you asked me for what yeah, I want and then you didn't let me finish. I clearly said, didn't want to, I don't want to roast them because I'm like you. I don't okay, know. So I'm going to stop you right there. As a feminist of this show, I, I want to hear Jess out. I think she's had a time. Matt, what do you reckon we should do? Good question. Uh, I'll fill this one. Thank Jess, you. I liked your options. Which one, which one no, do you no, want to do? No, I only I got through the thing, one option. The thing they'll eat. I the reckon thing it's they'll the thing eat. they'll be famous for eating. Okay. Yep, great. Can I kick They're it off? They're going to be the champion in eating this food. Yes. <gasps> Blue, oh. Blueberry pie. <laughs> go niche. Yeah, love it. Go niche or go home. Love I've it. I've always said that. I'd love to thank, if I can, if, would that be okay? Please. I'd love you too. And Jess, yeah? Of course. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, I'd love to thank Jason slash Luke Hensley uh, from Glendale, Arizona. Yeah, there's two names there. So probably Jason, but potentially Luke. Who are you? Who do you feel like you are? 
I'm more of oh, I'm a Jason. Yeah, I'm totally a Luke. You are a Luke. I'm a hyphen. I'm both. Yeah, yeah you're a slasher. Who? Or what, what do you reckon these two would eat? I reckon it's going to have to be something like salt and pepper or something like that. You know, something for Luke, something for Jason, because they are two pieces of the same pie, <laughs> which is mainly how that works. <laughs> two pieces of a different. I pie. reckon Neenish tarts. Yes. Mm. Well yeah. done. I'm not familiar. They're, the, they're like a um, a tart. Yeah. Yes. But they're half pink and half like chocolate. Yeah. Or sometimes you get white and chocolate. Yeah. But or pink and chocolate. I am so. So the top of them is sort of iced in those two. So they're iced in those colours, sort of like a hard ice um, usually, and then underneath oh. that there's a sort of a white. It's, I don't know what it would be, but it's like a, a sweet cream. Marshmallow sort of thing. kind of thing. Yeah, or? it's almost like marshmallow, but it's not marshmallow. It's some sort of. Cr- Cream thing, and then underneath that is often a layer of jam, and then the tart. Is this a thing you can get in London? Because I want it now. Yeah, but it's pretty common in Australian bakeries, yeah, very and common. I imagine we've ripped it off Europe somewhere. Well, we've never thought of anything original, so I would assume we've ripped it off somewhere. Most things that, are, 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 but it might th- not be called a Neenish tart here. Yeah, because they just call them tarts because oh. we're in Neenish. Yeah, <laughs> we're in Neen. It's like German shepherds in yeah. Germany, just shepherds, sheep. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite confusing. <laughs> well, I didn't. I don't make the rules, Dave. Isn't it like with Australian things? So many of the things that we're like, namely the classic Australian things like lamington or or pavlova. Nearly always, New Zealand are like, no, we actually came yeah. up with those. Yeah, They're yeah, funny. We suck. Farlap, a famous Ru- racehorse. Russell Crowe. New Russell Crowe. Oh, uh, we came up with him. <laughs> um, Sam Neil. We claim Sam Neil. Yeah, another Kiwi. It's pretty. Pretty cool. A pretty blazon or brazen. Did you know I did a scene with Sam Neill? You did not. I did. What? I was in a scene. I was like, he came in as I went out on um, the catering show. No. Yeah. I love Sam Neill. Not sorry, not the catering show. Get cracking. But that episode was about food. which You can see why I made the mistake. Fair. Yeah, it was, it was weird. Love it. I'm like, Sam Neill. <laughs> you just hear... <laughs> <laughs> it's Sam Neill's ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's ringtone a bit. Life finds a way. <laughs> he also did an episode of Sam Peterson's I know. podcast. I w- and, oh, wow. and Sam Neill was the in the same podcasting studio that we normally do our podcast in. Oh, that g- is wild. We've got to give a proper plug to Sam Peterson's podcast. Great show. I've been on a very recent episode. Yeah, I've been uh, on a few as well. Called uh, Confessions show. of the Idiots, where Sam gets, uh, he finds online confessions and then reads them to a couple of guests. Past guests include Sam Neill. Isn't that? That's, that's from Jurassic en- Park. That's got to be enough for you na, to get on there. His guests are so good. And he's got me and Dave somehow. Yeah. Have you been on there? No, I've, I will be when we get back from the UK. Nice. He asked me to be on like the day we left. And I was like, look, I'm probably not going to make it. Sam, Sam's a very close friend of mine. He definitely knew we were going away. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's the day we leave. And he was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On that day, he was messaging me saying, have a great time. <laughs> so good. Can okay. I also thank, uh, so that's, thanks so much, Jason and Luke. I'd also love to thank from maybe a place that I'd love to visit, I think. Circleville, Ohio. No squares allowed. <laughs> yeah, if they let me in. Uh, Kevin McCrady. Kevin McCrady, the champion. Fuck. Oh, Ooh. is he? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, I thought we were going to talk Goes about. Goes from town to town. I thought we were going to talk about his eating habits, but wow. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> he's, he's won blue ribbons from here to. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, he's what's he good at eating? Uh, can what I, about I get my head out Coco of Coco Pops. Oh yeah, Coco Pops. Oh wow, that is. Oh man, he'd get some headaches. No, nah, but he's highs. the champion. That's right. He so he's used to it. He's built up. You work a up a tolerance. To a tolerance. Uh, tolerant. Uh, tolerant. Um, uh, how do you uh, say? Uh, no, it does not affect me. I have, I'm very tolerant. Oh, I have a tolerant. <laughs> I have a tolerant. Seriously, I'm so hungry. All right, all right. We'll Kevin, <laughs> Kevin McCready, the Coco Pops king. Yeah, king of the pop. They call him. They call him the Popper. He's got a lot of names. He goes by a lot of names, obviously. The Coco Popper. Uh, yeah, Big Popper. Um, Popeye. Pop. 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 Snap Crackle. Coco Bops. Crackler. Coco Bops. Coco Pops. Pops doesn't Coco Stops. Yeah, all those that's, things. That's on a T-shirt. We, we yeah. got to give him Coco Props. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, dude. Yeah. Hey, sorry. If you just give me a moment, <laughs> I'd love to give a few Coco Props. <laughs> McCready, King. <laughs> McCready. King amongst men. Dave, would you like to thank some people? I would so love to thank someone. Oh, would you? And I would like to thank... <laughs> oh, oh, would you, Dave? Okay. <laughs> Let me have Would you like to do the thing I offered you? Here oh. we go. Oh, here we go. Hey. Yes. I'm just grateful. No, and we love that. And usually we'd say this is down the road, but today this is exotic, this location. Yeah, you're right. Because this is so close to where I grew up. All the way from Blackburn in Victoria. Oh. Am I saying that right? I think it's Blackburn. Oh, Blackburn in Victoria. I used to Australia. play tennis in Blackburn back when I used to live on the other side of the world. Yeah, my dad <laughs> worked in Blackburn for 10 years. This is. We have a few connections for this place on the other side of the world. So weird. Crazy. I would like to. Thank you should go to a cafe called uh, Lily Loves George in Blackburn. That's everyone. Everyone listening should Run go there. By Jeez, they're about a to school friend of mine, feet. and it's wonderful. Very nice. I'm going to go there. Well, the f- number one resident of Blackburn, Victoria, is of course Rachel Johnson. Rachel uh, Johnson. <laughs> I think it's Rachel J. Lily loves Rachel. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Johnson. And she is. What, what do they serve at Lily Loves George? Um, oh, an extensive menu. What, what, what would be your go-to that I she could eat? I had a great burger there one time. Oh, oh champion burger eater. You yeah. could travel the world with that one. Yeah, definitely. Be legit. There's always burger competitions at places. And you can get a burger anywhere in the world. Name a place. If you got a door, you got a burger. <laughs> That's not a place. Okay, the place you're naming is Door? Yeah. Okay, right. you can get a burger there. Let me just name no, something. No, don't do it. Hey, now you keep talking, but for the people watching. <laughs> yeah, okay, so he's going to... Um... I mean, we're in a place where there is like a chin-up bar that's installed in... I think it may be structurally integral to the doorway. Matt's aim was to get ten. He's up to four. Five. Five. I don't know if the camera's getting this, is it? Okay, six. Well, yeah, Just I'll call six. six, which is better than yesterday, was it? Did you get yeah. five yesterday or is six your max? Four and a half All right, now, Okay, great. Well, there yeah. you go. By tomorrow, you'll be on ten. Jess, it's your turn. Get on that bar. Fuck no. <laughs> You've seen me try. I have. And I've tried at different times of the day because I was wondering if maybe I needed energy or maybe I didn't need energy. <laughs> <laughs> I did it in my pyjamas this morning. It did not What'll work. What will help with this is no energy. <laughs> in an attempt, an attempt so bad that it's not funny, I just feel sorry for you. Yeah, it's pretty lame. <laughs> So sorry. I'm a little weakling. <laughs> but Rachel Johnson is the champion burger, burger eater. eater. Uh, any, and she likes to eat any type of burger. Really? Veggie, beef, chicken. With a nice pork, tomato relish. Oh, she loves a relish. Oh, I love a relish. I, I love relish. Yeah, a relish, relish. Fuck, I'm so hungry. Okay. Oh, can we go get a burger? We can get anything. And a an Nanish tart. 
yeah. and a pie and a cocoa pop. I'm so hungry. I would like to thank. Now this one is exotic, no matter where in the world you are, except for there. <laughs> I meant I in Melbourne. This is exotic. In London, this is exotic. I would like to thank. All the way from Windhoek, which is the capital of Namibia. What? In, in southern Africa. No. <laughs> Absolutely true here. I would like Sick. to thank. I th- I'm almost certain our number one Namibian supporter. That's amazing. And you can forever claim this. Mary Lee. Mary Lee. Holy cow. Thank you so much. That's uh, awesome. Namibia. Namibia. I had no idea. And uh, oh. Vintok, I think that some people say, because it's actually it was colonised by Germany. Right. Oh. So maybe uh, champion Bratwurst Eater. Ooh. Oh, okay. Bratwurst, yeah. Great. Have you have you visited Africa at all? I have not. It is that's, that's the reason I'm quite familiar with where this is because uh, for a long time my dream has been to go on a safari in South Africa, Namibia, Botswana, finish up at Victoria Falls. Right. Can I come? If you honestly, I've been looking for about eight years to find someone that would go with I'd me. I'd be so keen. I will drive you to the airport. <laughs> Thank you. So much. That's because that's the reaction I get from a lot of people. Really? I will pick you up. I would have thought my that'd girlfriend be... is like, no. Thank I was going to say you have a long-term partner. You've travelled with a lot. I know. Yes. She's not on board. Not on board with them going to uh, African safari. But Matt, if you are, let oh, oh, safari so would be amazing. Yeah. And honestly, Mary Lee, if you could somehow spread the word and we could get a cult following in <laughs> Namibia and we could make this like a, a, some part of tour, please do that because oh, that'd, that'd be great. Then then it's all tax deductible. Yeah, and I'll be able to afford it. <laughs> yeah. That would be so, so great. But thank you so much for your support. That is awesome. Genuinely mind-blowing that you're listening there. Oh, okay. Sick. Now, it's my turn. What was... What, and she, oh, she was Bratwurst. Bratwurst. Bratwurst, yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it. There's something about a Bratwurst with uh, like onion and cheese. and. This is a vegetarian talking. Look, but, you know, <laughs> I've had a, had, a, had a life before. I don't believe that for a moment. The first 14 years of my life. I my ate. life began when I stopped eating meat. When I, when I was a kid, <laughs> there were times when I was younger, we'd have a, a family roast. And then at the end, dad would be like, do you want the bone? So I'd take this big bone oh. and I'd go in the backyard. What, like a dog? <laughs> like a dog and just be chewing the meat. Yuck. <laughs> no, I hate, my boyfriend will eat the eat like to the bone and I just have to look away. Like, I'm glad you're having a good time, but I'm not going to be looking at you for the next five minutes. Well, I don't do that anymore. Tofu doesn't have a bone. That's <laughs> true, yeah. Oh, and if so it does, gross. take it back. Yeah, that's not tofu. Um, I would like... It's a dog that was called tofu. Um, I would, that's a cute dog name. It's that's a, great, a sweet loophole. It is well. a great loophole. I'm eating tofu. Um, I would like to thank... From Milwaukee. I'm Milwaukee here. Thank you. I was going to do that too. I was so close as well. (laughs) I'd like to thank Lee Roberts. I'm Roberts here. The Milwaukee Bucks are the NBA team. Maybe you could be eating... Money. Oh, yep. (laughs) Bucks. Bucks. Uncle Daddy Warbucks? What, you mean that he's eating the the mascot? Well, yeah. I think, you know, that's, you know, like Australia eats the... Coat of arms, the kangaroo and emu is often... Yeah, why do we do that? I've got to say, Bucks are having a great season this year. Uh, second only in their in the Eastern Conference to the Raptors. They've won eight, only lost one. Impressive. Okay, but ah, what does Lee good. eat? Oh, didn't we say, is he, is he not eating... I like money. What, yeah, what about <laughs> what about money But uh, that's been, like, dollar bills that have been dollar, paper mached into a big yes. buck with the... Antlers and everything. I love that. Yeah. That's Matt, extravagant. I love that. Thank you. 
And I love that our two ideas Compromise. could mesh we together. Made, made. Like a paper mache. And we made <laughs> one mega idea and Dave didn't help at all. Yeah, that's what I loved about it as well. <laughs> uh, I love that Dave played his normal role of not helping at all. Yeah, he's not a team player. Yeah. He's a tennis player. Yeah. All solo tennis. Solo tennis. <laughs> Doubles, go away. <laughs> Leave me alone. Let me ace the court. Spoken like a true tennis player. <laughs> yeah. And can, oh my God, this is a fantastic name. Can I thank the last person? Yes. Please. From Belfast. Oh, yeah. Northern Ireland. So close. A beautiful part of the world. I would like to thank Seamus Duffy. Oh, Seamus Duffy. What a guy. Brilliant. He's in on the uh, Patreon Facebook group. Ben, he's been a key contributor. Seamus, I don't mean, I, I want to say like Irish stew. Right. You know, I'm pretty sure he's an Australian who's moved to uh, Belfast. Well, he's clearly he's got, got Irish the, background. Yeah. And he's <laughs> clearly moved there because he loves Irish stew. With a name like Seamus Duffy, like your parents have are either from Ireland or grandpa. Like you have that background. And if you don't, they obviously just really love Ireland and the let's Irish go, culture. Now let's go through all the possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> and if one of them is, but the other isn't, then that was a nice compromise. Is it a compromise when you go, well, obviously you've got a very Irish surname. The compromise is, we'll also give him a very Irish first name. Yeah, that's compromise. Middle name is Greg. Because <laughs> <laughs> the other one is from somewhere um, where accountants live. Classic accountant name, Greg. Yep. So, so is Seamus eating Irish stew? Is that I reckon. His, his but, champ- I mean, I'm open to suggestions. Anyone got any other ideas of things Seamus could eat? No, Irish stew is good. It's delicious. Um, Duffy. What are Duffy? Like Duff beer from The Simpsons? Oh, beer drinking. Beer and stew? Oh, because it could be Guinness, Guinness yeah, stew. Yeah, I was thinking Guinness stew. But that's Guinness stew. Guinness stew. Sorry, Seamus, if that is too Sorry obvious. if you're also a vegetarian. Well, a vegetarian Guinness stew. Yeah. Oh, can I have one of those? <laughs> yeah. We are very hungry. Yeah. <laughs> what a cruel game to have played at the end. Three hungry kitties. Yeah, we should we should eat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Help that's a me. very good point. Help me eat. I think we've also made a lot of people eat during this episode. Yeah, or definitely. Or probably a lot of people not eat for a yeah, while. Yeah, no, we did both. Because first we put them off food and then we started talking about how hungry we were and then we talked about delicious foods and now they're hungry. If anyone is trying out the yo-yo diet, I think we're helping out <laughs> a lot today. You're welcome. I don't, I don't think anyone's been eating since they've imagined someone eating blueberry pie with just their mouth. That is so yuck. Yeah, that's the bit that's put oh, everyone off. Yeah. Oh, so yuck. Yuck, yuck, yuck. I'm sorry about that. Yes, you should apologize. Maybe I'll beep out that whole section. It'll be four minutes of beep. <laughs> I think that brings us to the end of the show. And what an end. By the way, my favorite, you know, Alistair from the Two and the Think Tank podcast? Yes. He calls blueberries bloobs. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Um, Al bloobs. I like that. And I like bloobs. Incredible. Yeah, it's one of the best. At everything, and I'm not even vaguely surprised that he calls them something so whimsical and delightful as bloobs. Mm. I also call them bloobs. Yeah. You two have so much in common. I'm pretty sure he coined that. Wow. I will thank him. I'm <laughs> going to message him now. I reckon they come up with five sketch ideas every week. He's very creative. Yeah. Yeah. Surely he coined bloobs. Yeah. Bloobs. Well. I'm pretty sure I, toin- I coined totes. You toined coats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm toining here. I'm hungry. <laughs> we can tell. Yeah. All right. We've got to wrap this up. But thank you so much for everyone that listens to the show. First of all, if you want to... 
uh, support the Patreon, you can obviously do that. But if you don't have any money or, you know, that kind of thing, another way to support the show is, of course, to share it around. Yeah, tell people about it. Tell people about it. Tweet about it. Someone actually came to our live show in Melbourne and they came because their friend got their phone um, and just and downloaded a podcast app because they'd never listened to a podcast before and subscribed to our podcast and now they've almost listened to all our episodes. Wow. They weren't, yeah, and that was just because of So do friend. that. Steal your friends' phones, um, download something without their permission. Oh, sorry. Yeah, what no, are you I getting didn't, at? No, that is, a, that is a highly illegal. I think you should do it. <laughs> Honestly. But no, that'd be a cool <laughs> thing if you could, you know, in the dark of night. <laughs> <laughs> or if you've already done that, another way you can do it is, of course, give us a review on the old iTunes. So nice. Yeah. Uh, help, helps us uh, be more Successful. visible. Visible. We, we also have a couple of other podcasts in our MIDI pod network now. Dave's podcast is going super strong. Oh, yeah. Book Cheat. A uh, new episode just dropped this week uh, with special guests uh, Josh Earl from Don't You Know Who I Am, one of my favourite Planet Broadcasting podcasts, and uh, Laura Dunneman, one of my favourite uh, Melbourne stand-ups. So funny. Brilliant. And uh, we talked about the book Of Mice and Men, the John Steinbeck classic. Studied it at school. You did? Yep. There it's also, uh, didn't the Megadeth song of Mice and Men come up at all? It did not come up. Hmm. The best laid plans of Mice and Men sometimes or often go awry. Sometimes? Often go awry. Yes, or the original wording uh, in uh, the Scottish dialect, because that's a, a quote from Robert Burns, Robbie uh, Burns, the, the poet. Did you have to write that in the in your essays? I'm sure, it? yeah. Well done. You remember it all these years later. Uh, yes, but Okay, I'm still super young. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do you remember it from last century, practically? Oh, my God. Uh, but yeah, check that out. And of course, Primates, Matt. Primates has is, is been so much fun lately. Last week's episode with... Ben Russell and Stu Dolman, I reckon it's one of the funnest we've done. It was about a David Attenborough (laughs) documentary and both of them are great impersonators and um, improvisers. So there was a lot of funny tangents about David Attenborough getting up into different things. Um, Michael Caine made quite a few appearances as well. (laughs) Quite a few. Um, And this week's episode we're going to record soon, uh, probably record tomorrow and it will come out tomorrow, is with you two. First time we're, all three of us are going to be on the Primates podcast, God. which is exciting. It's going to feel so different. <laughs> it's going to be ve- a very different thing. To now. Hey, when we do that tomorrow, let's make sure we've eaten beforehand. Yeah, great call. And maybe um, I'll have a second coffee. We're gonna, we'll, be, we'll eat during the movie that we watch. Oh, yes. Oh, I like that. See, this is why I made this podcast to be more fun than Do Go On, which is like hey. the nerds, oh, we're, we're learning and reading. Primates is all about being idiots. Yeah, I had the same thing for Book Cheat. I was like, oh, I don't want to do any reading, so oh, oh, hang on. <laughs> it's all gone horribly oh, wrong. Oh, no, I've done the opposite of what I wanted to do. No, but you do. You will learn a lot about primates and how they are beautiful animals, and uh, and you know we can learn so All much. All creatures, great and yeah. small, and, and humans are also primates, and that's something that. You know, what? Yeah, I'm so sorry. Oh, can we have a loophole and just watch Die Hard? <laughs> yeah, great, awesome. There's heaps of primates in that film. All of the people are. <gasps> Like the guy, the dad from uh, the Steve Urkel show, who's the cop in that. Oh, he's so good in that. And the guy from um, uh, Bruce Willis's life. Yippee-ki-yay. Yeah, Bruce Willis. Motherfucker. Also, uh, the guy who we did a podcast about that time. Bruce Willis. Rick Alkman. <laughs> Alkman? Alan Rickman. Yes. It's a great film. That's what we're saying. Anyway, we've got to go. Uh, get great in contact. Christmas film. Best Christmas film ever. Get in contact anytime. Do go on pod.com. It's our website and you can uh, submit a topic. You can uh, go to the Patreon, see any upcoming live shows. And of course, uh, 
Do go on pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all that stuff. And YouTube, if you you might be watching it here now, if you want to see us sit at a table <laughs> for the last hour and a half, you can uh, check us out on youtube.com. I'm sorry. Slash Dugan Pod. Sorry that for everything you've seen. All right. Well, until next time, when we'll be in Edinburgh, in Scotland, going to be uh, a great time up there. But uh, thanks for listening, and I will say goodbye. Ladies. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm hungry. Jet lag. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you.